Hello and welcome to Contact Chai. Today's Shabbat replay is from our November 18th Friday Night Shabbat, when Rabbi Stephen commemorated Transgender Day of Remembrance. Take it away, Rabbi. It's so nice to see all of you. I'm so glad that you're here with me today, because honestly, it has it has been it's been another week. It's been another week. I I'm sure many of you saw the news of yet more acts of anti-Semitism in the past couple days. And like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm so glad to just be in the space here with all of you just connecting and bringing Shabbat together. And I just, I can't, like, like, I can't imagine that many of us are surprised. You know, we, anybody who has been part of the Jewish community in whatever way, whether you're born in this community or you converted into this community or you're in this community because you love somebody who is Jewish, we understand that when careless and hateful words are spoken by a public figure, there, there's a ripple effect. First, first there are the words themselves. In this case, it was yay tweeting about the Jews. We all saw them those tweets. And then there was the back and forth about whether the person was in the wrong and whether we have the obligation or even the ability or even the right to censure them, whether our response has been too much or too little. There are articles written about it, op-eds written about it. And then the week following, people who had previously kept similar anti-Semitic opinions themselves feel emboldened. And these range from, you know, the casually ignorant, see Kiri Irving or Dave Chappelle, to the intentionally hateful see neo-nazis hanging signs above the 405 freeway in los angeles and then i imagine many of you like myself brace for when words begin to manifest as actions and last week this was the credible but non-specific threat reported to the fbi to synagogues in new jersey that thankfully thank god never materialized then we thought was that it no, could we let our guard down? And then on Monday, graffiti along the Bethesda trolley trail just outside of DC that read no mercy for Jews. And again, on Monday, 39 tombstones defaced with swastikas at a Jewish cemetery, just 26 miles north of Chicago, a cemetery that I know many people in our community either know somebody who's buried there or know somebody whose family has members buried there. And I hate to give voice to that fear that crouches in the back of my mind that, that perhaps something worse is around the corner. And I am, I am so tired of giving space to the haters of any variety, not just the anti-Semites, but the, the homophobes and the racists and the misogynists who have honestly all received a lot more airtime than any of them deserve over these past few weeks with the midterm elections in particular. And I'm also thinking about how in a week we begin the month of Kislev and with it, Hanukkah and the joy of the holiday season, Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas, if you celebrate it, um, and certainly Hanukkah as well. And I so badly, I so badly with all that's happening, want to capture that joy right now to lean into the, the happy absurdity of, of Christmas carols playing this morning at my local Starbucks on November 18th, right? Not to pretend that this darkness doesn't exist, but to remember that alongside that darkness, we have the ability to create light. We can create light. I, I know this to be true. I need this to be true. But when darkness feels overwhelming, 
Where do we begin? Where do we begin? So I have quite a few people in my life who are very into astrology. I am taking a little bit of a pivot here, but it's going to make sense in a moment. I have some people in my life who are very into astrology and someone who, probably not surprising to any of you, has a robust interest in religion and spirituality. I've also found astrology fascinating myself. Do I believe that our fates are determined by the stars? No. But I find that any lens that helps us think about who we are and who we want to be helpful. And that a practice like astrology asks us to exercise our agency in becoming co-creators and what the future might hold for us. And Judaism is actually no stranger to astrology. Our 12 months, which follow the waxing and the waning of the moon, have long been associated with the 12 astrological signs. Cheshvan, the month that we are currently in, is linked to the sign of Scorpio. And Kislev, which begins a week from today, is connected to the sign of Sagittarius. Both Cheshvan and Kislev are months of increasing darkness. As the latter ends, as Kislev ends, we experience the darkest night of the year. That is the new moon that is closest to the winter solstice. So it's, it's the new moon closest to the longest night of the year, which makes it the darkest, the darkest night of the year. And both of these months with their associated signs, I actually believe give us a really vital hint on how we might meet the growing dark. These months as the nights lengthen and culminate in the longest, the darkest night of the year. How we meet this growing dark and in turn how, how we create light. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna nerd out on you for a moment with a little bit of astrology and Judaism here. So Scorpio, associated with month of Cheshvan, is a sign of turning inward and attending to our inner world. If anybody knows a Scorpio or you yourself are a Scorpio, maybe you'll be nodding your heads along to this. As a water sign, it is associated with the emotional self. And Scorpios in particular are known for being intuitive and attuned people or, on the flip side, intense and brooding with a particularly sharp sting. They are represented, after all, by the Scorpion. It is a sign of intimacy, of, of deep connection. And Cheshvan the month associated with Scorpio, the only month in our calendar lacking holidays is sometimes misunderstood as being a particularly bitter time. But I like to think that lacking the outward joy of our celebratory occasions or the sadness of our days of mourning, right? Cheshvan has neither any celebratory holidays, nor does it have days of mourning, that it is itself a time for introspection. A moment to turn inward, to evaluate our inner life, to attend to our emotional needs, to connect with and cultivate that inner light that shines within each of us. As our Scorpios remind us, one cannot give light to others without taking time to really attune to, to find and tend our own light inside of us. Now, on the flip side... Sagittarius is a sign of turning outward, of attending to the world around us. And as a fire sign, it is associated with creativity and passion, these kind of outward bursts, these displays of where Scorpio is a more internal emotion, kind of an, an outward 
flowing of that emotion. Sagittarians are the explorers of the zodiac, curious and adaptable and adventurous. And I'm going to admit some personal bias here because I am myself a Sagittarius. <laughs> and to be fair, we're also known for having a hard time committing to things. And as our symbol, the bow-wielding centaur would suggest, sometimes we let our arrows fly without much thought to where they might land. And I'm picturing those same friends I mentioned earlier, vigorously nodding along to this, thinking about myself. <laughs> And like its associated sign, Kislev is about taking that inner light and projecting it outward, of sharing it with others. Kislev is the month of Hanukkah, when we not only kindle light, but we place it in the window to share it with the world. It is one of the primary mitzvot, one of the primary commandments of Hanukkah, not only to kindle the light, but to pirsumeh hanisa, to publicize the miracle by putting that light in our windows. It is a time of sharing our joy, boundless and brilliant and abundant. So Heshvan and Kislev, Scorpio, Sagittarius, turning inward and turning outward, exploring our inner landscape and falling in love with what we might discover outside of us, of tending to that light within you and sharing it boldly, unapologetically with the world around you. These are both ways that we stand against the gathering darkness. And while we may find ourselves biased toward or better at one mode than the other, I'm going to admit I'm learning to spend more time with myself. <laughs> both approaches, both approaches, I believe, are deeply necessary. Through the months of Cheshvan and Kislev, Judaism expresses two important truths. First, that there is darkness, that the nights are growing longer, that the world is, the world is as it is, not the world as we would want it to be. And there are moments like these past few weeks when the gap between the two seems uncrossable, unbridgeable. We are not a tradition of willful ignorance. Rather, we are called to stand in that breach and give our attention to the brokenness that we find there. Anti-Semitism, yes, but also all of the other hatreds that hold humanity back from becoming the best version of itself. But then there's the second truth just as, if not more important, that we have the ability to create light. We have the ability to create light, both inside ourselves and outside ourselves, to fill that void that we find with love and joy and thoughtfulness and compassion, both for ourselves, as Cheshvan reminds us through the introspective and emotionally attuned focus of Scorpio, and for each other, as Kislev invites us to do with the passion and joie de vivre of Sagittarius. And I believe that like the stars against the backdrop of the cold night, each one by itself unable to provide much warmth or much light, that together, together we can create entire constellations that illuminate the darkness. And that's our project now and next month. And I invite you to join me in cultivating that light together. I'm going to take a moment to think of those in our community, those in our lives who might be struggling with some darkness of their own, to maybe take some of the light that we feel within us and to share it with those in need of healing, whether it's healing of mind or of body or of spirit. We think of all those places in the world that still struggle with the darkness, the brokenness of hatred, both those places close to home and those places far away. We think of those people who are ill, those people who are struggling in whatever way they are struggling, maybe it's you. I'm going to share their names in the chat or 
hold their names in your heart. Take a moment and use this prayer. Just that light, that light their way. Hashkivenu Adonai Eloheinu Leshalom Vehaamideinu Shomreinu Lechaim Lechaim Hashkivenu Adonai Eloheinu Shalom, Vahamidenu, Shomreinu, Lechaim, Lechaim, Ufrosaleinu, Sukad Shalomacha, Ufrosaleinu, Sukat Shalomacha Hashkivenu Adonai Eloheinu Leshalom Vehaamideinu Shomreinu Lechaim Lechaim Ufrosaleinu Sukat Shalomecha Ufrosaleinu Sukat Shalomecha Hashkivenu Adonai Eloheinu l'shalom Ve'ha'amideinu Shomreinu l'chaim L'chaim Extend blessings of Rafush Shleima A complete recovery to all those in need of healing On the road to recovery days of comfort and nights of peace into that we can say amen in a moment we're going to recall anybody that we're thinking of today who's died recently or in seasons past maybe you're in a period of mourning or observing a yard site today in particular on sunday we observe the trans day of remembrance when we remember all of the people in the past year who were murdered because they're part of the trans community. And I think of all those in our own community at Mishkan, all of our amazing genderqueer and non-binary and trans siblings, I think of those outside of our community as well. This is a day of mourning, yes, of remembering, remembering our trans siblings and their vulnerability, but also a day of celebrating the resilience and the creativity and the courage that each and every one of them embodies and models for us, whether they are out or transitioning, or still thinking about what it might mean to be their whole selves, that even just the first step on that journey, the first thought is one of incredible hope and incredible faith that we owe so much to each and every one of them. And know that if you are 
anywhere on the brilliant spectrum of human gender and sexuality that here at Mishkan, there is always, always a place for you and a group of rabbis and staff and community members who will, we're here to protect you. We're here to stand up for you and to stand with you. Today we remember Maya Allen, 35, Tiffany Banks, 25, Samaj Billingsley, 33, Cherry Bush, 48, Marcella Castro, 39, Hayden Davis, 28, Fern Feather, 29, Keshia Chanel Getter, 26, Shanalika Hemingway, 30, Maddie Hoffman, 47, Brazil Johnson, 28, Tatiana LaBelle, 33, Amare Ledge, 20, Aaron Lynch, 26, Chambonet, Gazelle, Marie, 27, Sasha Mason, 45, Ariana Mitchell, 17, Kitty Monroe, age unknown, Nedra Sequence Morris, 50, AC Morrison, 30, Ray Muscat, 24, Katie Newhouse, 19, Maya Love Parker, 25, Duval Princess, 24, Cypress Ramos, 21, Candy Reed, 29, Artasia Richmond, 30, Dee Dee Ricks, 33, Naomi Skinner, 25, Matthew Angelo Spam- Spampinato, 21, Paloma Vasquez, 29, Kesha Webster, 24, and all of those names we do not know. Members of the trans community who were taken from us too soon. If you're thinking of somebody this evening, a name that you would like to add to this list, somebody you love, who you're remembering today, for a period of mourning, observing a yard site, I invite to rise as you're able for Kadisha Tom, the Mourner's Kaddish. Yitkadal vitkadash shame rabah be alma divra hirte vemlich machote be chayachon uvyamechon uvchaye de hobe Israel be agala uvisban kari vimru amen yehe shme rabba mevrach leolam ome almaya yit barach vish de bach vip ar vit roman vitna se vitadar vit ale vit halal shame de kudisha brichu Ela miko birchata veshirata, tushbechata venechamata, da amiran belma vimru amen. Yehe shlama rabba min shemaya, vechaim alenu velko Israel vimru amen. O se shlom birmamav, hu ya se shalom, alenu velko Israel, velko shve tevel vimru amen. Yehe zirchanam livracham. May the memories be for blessing. May the memories be for revolution, for change as well. That's how we can say amen. Shabbat Replay is a production of Mishkan Chicago. Our theme music was composed and performed by Kalman Strauss. You can always see where and when our next service will be on our calendar. There's a link in the show notes. And if you appreciated the program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I know you've heard it before, but it really does help. On behalf of Team Mishkan, thank you for listening.